Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night. Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have... Uh, um, Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host uh, of the Huddle. Coach, hey, yes. yes, all right. <laughs> First touchdown <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already. It's Merced, ha <laughs> ha. It's the Six Red King Show. Can't forget the name, though. Got Jazz Blue Vision DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. We'll pull alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. You see the Six Red Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane. That's never still put a damage in What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. <laughs> Did we lose DJ already? Yeah, he, he, he dropped out. He <laughs> He's like, I'm out here. Know, I was thinking as that intro ran, like that's just like a horror reel because it's, it's, it's Ponce. Yeah. It's me at AM. It's you and Blue at the Middle Tennessee game in the press box. Oh my god. It is it is just it's whoa. Eric it's Eric McLean, Eric Let, McLean telling us sounds... that we're not that bad. We're yeah, no good. no, Miami's great. We'll see you in Charlotte. I think it's how we ended that. Oh boy. We might have to do a little editing and, and, and clean that up and, and oh, change man. it a little bit. So the be on the, be on the lookout. Yeah, the theme song is fire. The theme song is great. Just uh, be on the lookout for a new uh, for a new intro. <laughs> oh, no, you're cashing checks. Where are we? I'm the one to put that shit together. Come on. I know, man. Jeez, All right, DJ is back, and I mean, right. we got. I'm assuming you knew this was gonna happen, but uh, Max is backstage. Should I let him in? You want to price how picks? Did, how did? Let's do price picks, and then we'll bring. All right, up. All right, Max. All right, you gotta so... wait for price picks. Jazz wants yeah. to get paid first. Yeah, whatever. Um, shout out to uh, to Max holding it down, man. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, price picks, real quick, man. Give a shout out. Speaking of shout outs, pricepicks.com. Check them out. Go to pricepicks.com. Log in. Uh, when you sign up, use the code 5, F-I-V-E, and they, uh, they will match your initial deposit up to $100. Make sure you check them out. It's real easy. Here's how it works. Pick uh, two to five players uh, and then choose the over, under, under individual categories. For instance, uh, if you're going to go with Joe Burrow uh, this weekend, right, he's going to have some passing yards up there. You know, want to make sure that you choose the over, under on his passing yards. So if the passing yards are like 275 yards. What are you doing, Vish? Are you going over, or under on 275 yards against the Chiefs for Joe I'll Burrow? Over. I think I would it's too. Give me, me a high scoring game. DJ, if, if uh, Pat Mahomes over under is like 289 yards, are you going over under on that? I'm going to go under because I like Ooh. the Cincinnati Bengals defense in this game. It's going to be a defensive battle. so I like it. I like it's gonna it. It's going to be fun. Like so that's it. See, it's that easy. Uh, you can mix and match uh, players and um, uh, leagues, right? So it could be 
excuse me, it could be the NFL, it could be Major League Baseball, which is getting ready to start up soon. Uh, Formula One, they're actually adding to Price Fix as well, which is getting ready to start up soon. Um, be on the lookout. We, are, by the way, we're on on Wednesday today uh, because uh, Monday. We'll, we'll talk about Monday in a second, but um, <laughs> but yeah. So check them out. Go to PriceFix.com. Type in the word five F I V E when you log in, and they will match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. PriceFix.com. Check them out. Um, yeah, let's let's bring on our our special guest. Yep. We've we've had uh we've had locked in for about three weeks now. We finally get him on the show. It's uh it's Mr. Max Kesselhoff from uh, Miami Flow Media. What's going on, buddy? Nothing, man. Just uh, just got done playing some Madden. Oh, that's right. You got that Madden tourney going, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, all right. So yeah, so the reason we're on on Wednesday today. Uh, on Wednesday night tonight is because uh, month, first of all Monday was just chaotic for both DJ and I but um, you know y- y- your boy came out of it with 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 a little with a little truck action so it's, it's not a Kia no it's not a Kia Max and I, yeah, I guess Flo, I guess Flo didn't get you your car I noticed oh, that man uh, I should have though right should have kind of tagged him on on my post mm-hmm. on social media so oh is that Flo is that really Flo is that really the man I doubt it. No, it's, 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 it's it does not spell correctly, right? Is it? No, that that looks like it is actually him. That's him. All right, what's I up? It's, I think it goes with one word, like maybe hey, flow. flow or just flow. I, I should have tagged flow on, on that on that post on social media, man. Damn, I should. Well, I'm gonna do it on Twitter. How about that? I haven't posted anything on Twitter. Yet. I'm gonna post it on Twitter and say shout out to flow and see how many people think he uh, he has a hookup for Chevys now too. So. <laughs> That would be awesome. Uh, so yeah, so I got a new ride, and uh, yeah, Monday was kind of crazy, man. So uh, we're back at it uh, here, and uh, we'll be back on on Monday nights uh, moving forward. But, yeah, because uh, like you said, we got to start the Formula One show. Yep, Formula I mean, there's One's been so much show. crap. We've been like, we need to do a show. Yeah, we need to do something soon. Just everyone change teams. Half the team bosses, half the drivers. It's our last show, so you know. We should probably not not only that, that I, I want you, I want you guys to know that I'm gonna let I'm gonna let. Fl- Max and Vish and DJ do a lot of talking today because I just started up on a new diet and I'm struggling today already, bro. I'm struggling. Like, it's tough. It ain't easy, but I got to get, you know, I got to get a hot boy summer ready, as they say. Um, I don't know who says that, but whatever. Um, you know. All the young kids, yeah. apparently. All, all the young kids. Um, well, we don't we don't know what the young kids say. We'll just, we'll just go with it. Max, you're, you're a young kid. What do the young kids say, bro? I'm not a young kid. What are you talking about? Come on, man! You, you you haven't you haven't crossed the threshold yet, right? Thirty five years old. Yeah, I'm probably the youngest one here. Yes, not quite. Yeah, you see, uh, how old are you, DJ? Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Max, where are you at? You're about twenty eight, twenty nine, right? I'm twenty eight. Oh, look at this! You see, you are a young buck, bro. <laughs> I feel old. Does that count? I feel old. So, yeah, well, my bones anyways. hurt. <laughs> anyways. <sighs> Anyways, uh, so the hell is this old man radio? Let's get going. What's going on here, today, bro? You know, we got a corner in the portal and stuff. Let's go. Hey, Josh Gaddis is still the offensive coordinator for the Miami Hurricanes. Everybody, uh, whatever that for means. Now. Yeah, for whatever now. that means is what it means. But I really want to talk about the transfer portal stuff. Uh, obviously, battle was this weekend as well. So you had a lot of the the you know the some of the top seven on seven teams down here. Uh, including Raw, which a uh, shout out to Steve-O, uh, his, his brother, and he had some, some gangsters on that team, had some dogs. So um, it, was, it was a really exciting weekend. I wasn't there, but I heard some really great news about it. And what, what, what does Ben say? Will the Kings have a new 
offensive coordinator before Jazz successfully commits to a die. Hey, I, I already did, bro. So the, the the Kings lost out on that one. I hey, how did. long does how long does that, if it started today? How long do you have to be into it before it's successful? Nah, man, this is for life, bro. For <laughs> life, that's it. That's I'm it. Done. No more. I'm getting too old, man. I'm getting too old to be doing this back and forth crap with diets. Like I gotta I gotta stick to something. You know, my fiance is a damn dietitian. So if I don't, if that I that's true. I'm always like afraid a, eating around Sheeta because I'm like. If, you know, if I come out here looking like a fat ass all the time, and, and you know, it's no way, up, they can't tell. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. This is why I haven't even bothered starting you know, one. You know, because... they, you know what? I should, I should have meant that. They couldn't tell until you went through a drive-through and Taco Bell during the show. Then they probably could make some assumptions. Good times there. Good times. Rest. RIP to Taco Bell drive-throughs during the game, by the way, during the show. They never, um, they never came through with the sponsorship. Nah, man, they never did. Jeez, screw. You know? Wait, like, you guys like, did that too? I think Flo did it this weekend too. It's, on it's the like show. Martinelli's, bro. It's like Martinelli's, man. Yeah, where they at? <laughs> oh man. Anyways, uh, you know Terry Roberts. That's what I really wanted to talk about yeah. first. Kind of start off with that transfer portal news. Uh, you know, a, a nice, a nice addition to that defensive back room. Uh, a position of that we definitely needed some some depth. We needed some uh, some bodies there, but I think he's a guy that can come in and contribute. Max, uh, t- obviously, he's a he's a transfer from Iowa. Played a lot of special teams. A very good special teams player. Got a chance to start a couple games and you know played well. So, what's your take, Max? I want to start off with you on Terry Roberts. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are talking about his size. Not sure exactly how big he is. I think he was what five ten, five eleven. I think. Um, mm-hmm. You know, talk to me a little bit about Terry Roberts and what, you know, what I guess Miami can expect from a guy like that. Yeah, I mean, stealing from from my guy, Black and Flow. Um, it's really rare in college to find a, a, a corner that can play exceptionally well in man coverage and in zone. And that's something that Terry Roberts can do. He's very scheme versatile. Um, you can ask him to do anything. He's a, he's a willing tackler, which is big at corner. He doesn't shy away from contact. Uh, he he really he, he lays the wood for for his size. Um, so that's that's going to be welcome to to the squad as far as tackling goes. Um, and he's just a really headsy guy. I mean, he played for an Iowa defense for for four years, um, a, a team known for their defense and known for their their good coaching on defense. Um, so at, at the least, you're getting an elite special teams player, one of the best gunners in the country, uh, a willing tackler and a guy that can play in man in zone. So I think it's 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 a massive pickup that maybe might not get as much publicity as it should. Um, for, for those who don't know, we beat out Penn State and Alabama for him. So he had two teams in the top 10 that wanted him uh, and we were able to steal him away from both of those schools. So big time pickup. Yeah, those two teams are pretty good, right? Yeah, just Alabama, a little bit. They're all right. Um, DJ, I want to get your take, right? Big Ten football guy, you know, you you covered Big Ten football a lot with Nebraska and all that, which, by the way, Nebraska is just unbelievable, tearing it up right, right now on the recruiting trail, right? Uh, and right, in the transfer yeah. portal. But um, nobody cares about Nebraska. But still, um, you know, we had to mention it. It is what it is. Matt Rule doing this thing over there. But, you know, talk, I don't know if you got to see Terry Roberts play a little bit, but what's your take on – you know, him coming from the Big Ten, coming from a, a team like Iowa to come down here and potentially, you know, like like Back said, you know, kind of play that cornerback position. But also I think what's underrated is is the special teams aspect of it all as well. Yeah, and, you know, the Iowa defense last year as a whole was a very tough physical defense from their defensive line all the way to their secondary. And I think Terry Roberts will be able to bring that physicality to the, to the uh, Miami backfield. And you know, having him also as a special teams player is is invaluable. I mean, 
you'll see it a lot. You know, sometimes the faster corners and things like that will be, you know, asked to do punt returns or even sometimes kickoff returns. So I think his toughness and his ability to kind of come down and make plays combined with his background from playing on a tough Iowa defensive unit already will be good for Miami. And you notice I said the word tough a lot. We could have used that at times last year. So I think he'll be a welcome addition. I like him. Vish, what, what do you think? Uh, I mean, look, it's it's an addition to the cornerback uh, room, to the defensive backs. Uh, Jamila Dye will have a little bit more there with him, Devontae Brown, uh, Damari Brown, of course, coming in, and some of the other guys that have been there already. Uh, what does this do to that, you know, to, to that room? And not only that, but again, I'm harping on special teams because, believe it or not, man, I think that special teams, first of all, you can swing field position, swing momentum, you make a big hit, you cause a fumble, you you return on whatever it is, right? You make a nice block. Like, how, how does how does Terry Roberts kind of fit into to this team? Even though he's a small, smallish kind of guy, I think that he, as DJ said, he's tough. Yeah, I'm not worried about the size because, I mean, just to be blunt, we need guys that know how to play football based off of last year. Um, and he's he's solid, and we need some of that, right? Not everyone's going to be, you know, elite size, talent, speed. And at the juncture we're at right now, like, we need all the depth we can get. He's definitely a depth signing. Um, I think he'll start to begin the year, and then we'll see if some of the younger players displace him that have more higher ceiling. But we need it. And as far as special teams, like, we stunk last year on special teams. So, I mean, it's hard to remember all the way back, but the season kind of unraveled when we muffed a punt against AM. That was like the beginning of the end because we were out playing them that whole game and then that whole first quarter and, and we're looking in good shape and then muffed the punt and they got a touchdown out of it. And we didn't score a touchdown in that game. So that was kind of it. Um, so, you know, that's the thing spiral out of control from there. So, so yeah, definitely. You need those veteran guys, too, guys that have been played in a lot of tough games. Like, you know, the Big Ten's a tough physical conference, and we need that physicality because, frankly, we didn't answer the bell when teams challenged us physically last year. So I think it's a positive addition all the way around. I'm assuming he's going to play a lot or he wouldn't have transferred here So because um, he had other suitors, which, I mean, if he wants to be, like, just on the two deep, and win a lot. Frankly, those other two schools you mentioned are a better opportunity to do that. What we can provide is more playing time. So I think that's kind of a should should give you a pretty big sign that he's gonna almost certainly start and play a ton. And uh, yeah, go ahead, DJ. I think a lot of times too, Big Ten corners are kind of you know know how to defend the run. So I think his instincts and awareness in that aspect, given the fact that so many Big Ten football teams run the football will also be able to help Miami in terms of, you know, just trying to add a second layer to the run defense as well. Yeah. Uh, Max, do you, do you suspect that he would challenge to, to, to start at the beginning yeah. of the year? I think there's a common misconception about him, too, that he's a slot receiver just or slot uh, corner just because he's kind of smaller. He's an outside guy. I mean, you go to pop on the tape, he's playing outside primarily. So I think he has an opportunity to start day one for sure. Yeah, that's going to be interesting, man, because, you know, I, I, you know, just a little bit that I saw and the little bit that I've heard from Flo and, and, and some of the guys over there. I mean, you know, this is, the, this is the kind of guy that we wanted to go after and this is the kind of guy that, that we wanted on this team. So I'm happy about that. I know a lot of people are still talking about <clears throat> some other names out there like Jaheen uh, Singletary and, 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 and maybe some other guys. Uh, and look, it, it could it could well it could very well still happen. Right. I mean, I. I 
I've gotten to a point, Max and 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 guys that like for me, just going crazy over a guy that still is not here, and going over a crazy, you know, a guy, you know, going crazy over someone that, you know, we almost had last year, and oh my god, now he's coming, and oh my god, he's not, and oh my god, he was here, and now he's not here, and he has a great relationship with this one, he has a great relationship with that one, and you know what, he's down to. I'm like at this point, I'm like you kind of get exhausted with the whole thing, right? I think everybody got exhausted with the Cormani situation. So by the time he flipped, nobody gave a crap anymore. Nobody cared. It was like, okay, whatever. It was going to happen. It is what it is. And I think you're seeing that a lot with a lot of a lot of uh, the players that are coming out of the portal now and even in, in recruiting the young high school kids. What I think is interesting, Max, is how, how Coach Cristobal is kind of handling it all, right? Because I think that the fan base – the, it isn't always what it seems, right? I think that's mm-hmm. the biggest thing to kind of take out of it. Like the fan base kind of thinks, well, we're whiffing on all these guys, and you know, why isn't he getting Jaheim to come down here if he already if we already almost got him last year? And what the hell is going on? And whatever, you know, and, and, and other players, right? Oh, why didn't this guy commit to us and he committed to Purdue instead? Like, are you serious? We're whiff, whiffing on those kind of players, and of course, it, it, it isn't always as it seems. But I think, I think that if anybody realizes how Mario moves, and I know it's starting to sound cliche for a lot of people. Oh, he moves in silence or he does things a different way or he's patient. Um, I think you have to be considering the, the landscape of college football now and how, how crazy the wild, wild West is, right? The free agency. That's what it is. Transfer portals, mm-hmm. free agency. Um, are you surprised at the way that, that, I don't want to say Mario's handling it because I don't think nobody's nobody is surprised based off of what we know about him. But do you feel like he's doing things a little different that are that that obviously the the fans don't know about and the, and the everyday person doesn't know about, but that are actually really damn awesome, right? Like that we don't realize the type of the type of moves that he's making or the type of evaluations that he's making. What are some of the things that? We don't realize, without getting kind of into specifics, that Mario is doing in the background and how he's how he's pursuing the transfer portal, how he's kind of pursuing what he does in the recruiting trail. That that I think the fans should should feel comfortable knowing. Yeah, I mean, makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is that he always has a backup plan for his backup plan. Um, You know, we if you look at the guys we have in the transfer portal you could say maybe one of them is you, you couldn't argue may start like just, just one, maybe two, um, you know, Terry Roberts has a potential to start. Branson Dean has a potential to start. Matt Lee's probably starting. Francis's brother's probably starting. Devonte Brown's probably starting. Cohen's probably starting. So, okay. You can make an argument that, that McCormick, the tight end and Gore maybe won't start. That's that's six starters right there out of the eight guys you brought in in the transfer portal. So we're going after guys that we think are going to make immediate impact, um, and then those other two guys are more more depth pieces, which which we needed depth. So that's one of the things he always has backup plans for his backup plans, and the guys that he is bringing in um, are guys that are going to produce hopefully immediately. Um, and as far as high school recruiting goes, I mean it's it's the same thing. Um, yeah. There's a defensive tackle that his name got leaked this week that's been in the works for a while now um, out of Chicago. And everyone was like, who is this guy? Well, if you go watch his tape, he's like another Joshua Horton. Um, But no one knows who he is because he's in um, 
Chicago and no one's mentioned his name and Miami in the same sentence, the entire recruiting cycle. So Mario's working guys like that all around the country. Everybody didn't hear Nick Harbour's name for, for three months and all of a sudden his name pops up again. So, um, he just loves to work in silence, loves to, to find some of these under the radar guys. Uh, you know, and that's not just Mario that's, that's coach, uh, Alonzo Highsmith as well. Uh, and then that's just, you know, you'll see the fruits of the labor when, when, when these guys get to campus, you will. Yeah. Um, it's, it's funny you mentioned, uh, Nick Harbor because we've obviously been speaking about him for like over a year now, um, mm-hmm. or more. Right. Uh, and, and how talented he is. There's, there's a rumor out there. I don't know if it's true or not. Maybe you can confirm, maybe you can't about, you know, Mario going to visit him or, uh, doing something like that soon. I know they're recruiting him. That's obvious. Everybody and their mother is recruiting him. Um, what what type of player is Nick Harbour? Like, I, I, he's a five star athlete. He wants to play this. He wants to play that. He's been playing tight end in the in the uh, in the excuse me the All American game. Uh, you know, he's probably the fastest kid in the country. Uh, he's got elite speed. He's got elite athleticism. But the truth of the matter is that six foot five, 230 pounds, 225 pounds, I mean, it, it's tough not to see him putting his hand in the dirt or, you know, and going after the quarterback and stuff like that. And I, I, he, I know that he may want to play some other position. What do you think Mario wants here with Nick Carbon? Is it enough to get him to, to come down here to Miami? Yeah, I mean, Mario wants him on campus. You know, what position at at this point doesn't really matter. Um, You know, Coach Mario just wants him on campus. Uh, Personally, I think defensive ends his best position, but that impacts his his ability to run track. So you're looking at wide receiver or tight end. Um, Did okay in the All-American game at at, at tight end. Um, But what is he? He's an elite track runner that's what he is you know he's an elite track runner playing football um he has super high upside because of that but i would call him an elite athlete not an elite football player at this present time Uh, he's a five-star athlete that's what he is um so you know there's been talks about oh do you think you should use a scholarship on him absolutely when you have a chance to get a guy this athletic you're gonna you're gonna put him on scholarship similar to how oregon had the receiver that was an olympic track runner um and he he actually had a workout and i think he was on a practice squad for the eagles this year so i mean you're gonna you're gonna take a chance on guys like that um but what he is is an elite athlete uh specifically elite track runner and you just you just roll the dice with the hope you can develop them at whatever position he wants to play yeah that's that's a good point that's a good point uh shout out to fern uh who's finally catching a show again well he's not he's not catching flights he's catching shows baby uh, what's up, Tap? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to see how Mario finishes out this class. Uh, you know, February is is National Signing Day again. I think the first week in February, the first Wednesday in February. Uh, next week is it? Next week is it? February first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, February so Wednesday. Next Wednesday, so, so second, right? One week left. Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday's the first, and I know it's on okay. a Wednesday. So, so yeah, the first, yeah. Um. And, and I'm going to go – unfortunately, I'm going to go to you again, Max, because, um, like, for me, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do to close out the uh, the, the class. And, and I know there's still room for – to sign some guys in the transfer portal after spring football and all that. Mm-hmm. Are there some names that we should be uh, – you know, we should kind of keep our head, you know, on a swivel about 
coming into Wednesday signing day? Is there some guys that could possibly, whether it's a flip, whether it's a um, you know a, a commit, a guy that we haven't heard about? I know you mentioned the guy from Chicago. Is that Jamel Howard, by the way? Yeah, that is right. I'll, I'll just throw out his name. Yeah, that's the kid. Uh, is that a kid that maybe is he a twenty twenty three kid? Yeah, I mean okay. the, t- the the two names are are, are Howard and Harbor. That's pretty right. much all that I'm aware of. So yeah, yeah, I think that. Anything could happen with with Coach Cristobal, but um, I think that if we can if we can get land another guy, another you know those two those two horses, I think you get yourself some, uh, one pretty kick ass um, recruiting class. And then of course the transfer portal news. I think we're still looking at some guys there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max, the 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 growing concern with the wide receiver position for a lot of people. Is you know you got your Gary Bryant Jr. who hasn't made a decision yet. Eddie Lewis just committed to another school. That was a name that was on the radar. Um, there may be some other names that we don't know about that are on the radar that you know that Coach Cristobal is looking at. There's growing concern for the fan base because it seems like we keep and, and I know we've all mentioned it ad nauseum on our shows already. You probably mentioned it. Yesterday, the, the week before, Flo's mentioned it, I know, because I've heard it in the show, uh, you know, everybody. Um, but we're going to land one of these guys, right? I would anticipate <laughs> we we, uh, we land a receiver before the season starts. If you if you had to choose a, a receiver, would you get a guy like Gary Bryant Jr., speedster, can, can return kicks, can play anywhere, really. He can play the slot or the outside. I, I, you know, he's... 5'11", 6 feet tall, but there's some other guys that are some big guys out there. Do you see it being a guy like Gary Bryant or maybe one of the other guys that aren't really being spoken about too much? Yeah, I mean, as long as Tyler Harrell's foot checks out, oh, that's I, right. I think we have a, a decent shot at him, but the, the question is the medical on that. Um, right. it, you know, he, he didn't play like at all at Alabama this past season because of it, so uh, it's his last year of college football. If he still has lingering foot issues, you're probably not going to want to use a scholarship on that because uh, you just don't know how much he's going to be able to produce. Um, but uh, if that checks out, then uh, that would definitely be a name to kind of monitor. But other than that, uh, I think you're, you're more so looking at guys that are going to hit the portal during spring in that next period. And then we kind of go from there. Here's what I think is might be a good idea for Tyler Harrell. He is a local kid, right? He, he was, he's mm-hmm. from, he's from South Florida. So I think if that's the kind of kid that, May, his foot may check out. I think if if you're if you're the the player, if you're anybody who helps him out or represents him or anything, say, hey, you know what, man? Like, let's just say, worst case scenario, your foot gets screwed up again in the middle of the season or whatever. Man, you're home. You're home. You're in South Florida. You, you know, obviously, you're playing for the Hurricanes, but like now you're home. Now you're chilling. You don't have you know you're not far away from your family and things like. I don't know if that plays into it. But I think that if you're a kid and you come in, your foot's okay, you start playing, you end up getting hurt again, God forbid, you know, you're home. And that might – I mean, that's – I'm just throwing out there an op, uh, a possibility. I don't know if that even makes sense because, yeah. this day and, you know, this day and age of the transfer portal is really about NIL. I get it. But, you know, that could be a possibility. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, I think it's more on Miami's um, – it's kind of Miami's decision right now with the medical. Um, right. And then and then we'll see what happens. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, all right, so I want to kind of switch switch gears a little bit to what everybody wants to talk about, which is um, the athletic training staff. No, I'm just kidding. It's obviously the – I would love uh, to. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Coach Fell, beautiful mustache. Uh, 
you know, Max, you obviously don't have the stash anymore. So I thought you were yeah. going after Vinny Scavo for a second there. I was like, what is that? <laughs> uh, strength and conditioning staff. Excuse me. I'm sorry. sorry. Vinny, Vinny Scavo, we need to look at him a little bit too. I don't know, man. Some, all the injuries at the quarterback position, someone's got to take the ball. Hey, you know what? You know what? No, let's not put that out there, man. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but yeah. Did he just so... like get inducted in the school hall of fame or something? I think he's fine. Yeah, I think he'll be okay. He's not going anywhere. Um, you know, obviously the big, you know, the big deal is with with Coach Gaddis. What the hell's going on with him? Why is it taking forever? There's a buyout. There's, you know, he's he's his buyout is seventeen point five million dollars, and uh, you know, people are going crazy, throwing out crazy amount of numbers. Uh, you know, if you heard if you've heard Flo's flow motion earlier today. You know, you know, you know what the buyout really is per se, uh, and I think it's headed that way. Um, what's t- what's if you had to guess as a fan? And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask this question to all of you, right? Um, we'll start with you, Vish. Um, if you had to guess at at this point, with all the news and all the rumors about him being gone, right? Oh, he's he's all but gone already. We're just trying to figure out what the hell we're doing, what he where he's gonna go. He's still picking and choosing. What if you had to guess as a fan? From a fan's point of view, what the hell's taking so long? What would you say, you know, how would you feel about what's going on right now? Well, I mean, there's multiple options, right? One is he's not going. That's that's still on the table. I think the likelier scenario is he does have a buyout. We don't want to pay it. He wants a job somewhere else. This is not good for him to get fired and run out of town after a year here. If he can land on his feet, it's better for everyone because that cuts into the buyout, lessens the impact. So I think they're just letting him work through that process. Um, ultimately, does that mean if he can't land something, do they f- pay for it and fire him? Probably, if that's the decision they made. But I think they're allowing the process to play out because it's in everyone's best interest for if he's going to go, it's definitely better for us and it's better for him if he's not fired and instead just finds another job that he then goes into. Um, so I think that's what's going on right now. Now, whether or not if it push, if something falls apart and you actually can't do that, do we then have to pull the trigger? That's a little gray area because I don't think we're planning on paying him all of that money. Um, but we've seen Mario do this stuff. I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of it. If you recall, like when Gaddis was hired last year, it was very late in the process. Um so, but he tends to be very methodical with these things, and and I, I we've talked about this on the show before. If you think he's got to go, you send him packing. As far as I'm concerned, you don't do this stuff. But this is, I guess, given how we've seen Mario operate in the past, this seems like right in line with his slow playing of coaching decisions. Frankly, like Ronson left like a week or two ago. Um, so this is kind of right in line with what the way he operates. So if you think, you know, if you believe the rumor, if, if you think Gaddis is going, like it's not out of the realm of thinking from a Mario standpoint that he'd still have him here and still intend to fire him. So <laughs> these coaches do it the day after the season ends, right? They're just like half the staff is gone. You're on it. Mario doesn't operate that way. So D- DJ, what's your, what's your thought on how it's, you know, why it's taking so long or, not even why it's taking so long, right? Because a lot of people th- say, why is it taking so long? Some other people say, 
I'm, I'm in, I'm, you know, he's in no rush, right? Like what's, what's your, what side are you on? Like, is it taking too long for you or should they kind of have something in place already? What, what's, what's your thoughts on that? See, I guess I'm kind of in the minority, but I'm not a huge fan of replacing offensive coordinators after one season. I understand the frustration because I was also yelling at my TV when we would run the football and get stuffed from the red zone, but I'm not exactly a huge fan. I feel like he needs another year to maybe implement, you know, what he wants to do. I feel like we have a better running back room and I feel like more pieces are going to be there. I do agree with Vish that we probably don't want to pay the uh, $17 million buyout. It was a joke, by the way. It's not $17 million. Well, but... I wouldn't be surprised if it's somewhere <laughs> close to that, honestly. But, I mean, you know, I, I just – I – I don't love him, but I don't like the idea of running him out of town after one year, hypothetically running him out of town after one year. And wasn't he hired like the first weekend of February last year? Yeah. I, I, six, I okay. believe the 6th of February. Yeah. So Less then than a Max, year. Max is yeah. the date. So <laughs> then that's the question, right? Like, and Max, you, you know, the numbers, and by the way, the number is more like one point. Uh, yeah. three million dollars is the buyout yeah uh, just so you guys know it's 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 not a lot at all it's 1.3 million dollars so it's right still, it's am i right is that is that the number max 1.3 that's the perceived number uh, there's other things involved here there's optics of pulling a guy from michigan and firing him within a year yep. right like there's like if you're on a steady like we pulled michigan's offensive whatever people want to say about him now the broils award winner out of Michigan, we pulled. If that doesn't get you more near job security, that's yeah. not a good look for the school. And and so you got to think about that as well as who are you going to go get now when they know, you know, one bad year. It doesn't matter what you came in; one bad year, you're gone. Like that doesn't. It's much better if Gaddis goes somewhere else and says, "I love insert place here." You know, Miami wasn't a great fit for me personally. This is a much better situation than for us to can his ass. It's just much better for the school optically as well. And frankly, this whole thing does not paint Mario in a great light that, you know, Ponce was his boy. He's already exited the hell out of here. Like, this is not – so the last thing you need to do is be like, we fired the whole staff, my bad. Right. So well, I think it's much better if he just leaves voluntarily. I think Mario understands that he just wants it to – to just wants guys to go – Go find yourself another job and get out of here. And I think Gas is probably wanting to do that too because I don't think he really wants to be here anymore either. And it's, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, DJ. DJ, go ahead. Finish. It's it's difficult, and I don't care how complex or how simple the system is to try to get an offense down in your first year, you know, on the staff, and you know, try to expect like 12 and 0 or undefeated, you know, good results. Were they great last year? No. Were there some good things? Yeah, but I don't think. It would be fair to kind of, you know, not give this offense at least another shot just to see what they could do. I don't know. Just running the offensive coordinator out of town after one year in a new in in a new system with a new offense. I don't know. I doesn't sit well with me. So part of that I would disagree with though is uh, it depends on the reason because we've talked about this a lot. Mario is not gonna like bringing a guy that's going to like do the, the the fun and gun and chuck the ball over the place a hundred times a game. That's not how he wants to play. And 
frankly, if you look at the teams that are winning that are in the playoffs every year, they play the same style we played last year. Just have frankly good players. So when you you run those same runs inside the red zone with an offensive line that can shove the defense out of the way, all of a sudden it's a touchdown, right? It makes the play calling easier. But there is definitely personality issues on this staff. I mean, Blue talked about last week, Ponce felt locked out of like the offense and that he didn't have a say in there. When Mario went and assembled his offensive staff, like his his all-star staff, right? He got the best and brightest at pretty much every position, right? I don't know that he really paid a lot of mind to the, the chemistry of these guys working together. And I think in particular on offense, we saw a lot of that. Like everything was just disjointed when you could look at the people individually and say they are 100% qualified for that position that they're doing. Of course, Gas is a qualified offensive coordinator. He was coordinating an offense in the playoffs last year. Like Ponce went from offensive coordinator just to quarterback coach. They're all qualified. So I don't think he really factored in, you know, the personality clash, how well these guys are going to work together. And if it's been determined that, look, Mario, his personality doesn't work with Gaddis or the rest of the staff, like there's just a clash there. He's got to go. One more year is not going to fix that. So, so I think if that's, if the driving behind that is just like gas is a bad fit and they all know it, it does kind of feel that way. Cause if Gaddis actually like wanted to stay here, he would say, no, I'm not looking for a job. Fire me. I think he wants to leave. And I think Mario wants to leave. Cause I think this is not working and it's not the style or the playbook. It's, it's the personalities. I understand. It's not happening. I understand that, but wouldn't you think this would be something that may have, you know, kind of tipped its hand when they first tried to bring him in or when they were talking about bringing him in? Well, what do you think, Max? What do you think about this whole situation? I think there's a third situation that nobody's talking about that could be the reason why this hasn't happened yet. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. Um, speaking of, the third, of, of a third situation. Thank you, thank you for that. Yeah. Um, do you feel that if you knew that he wasn't the right fit, because Vish mentioned this earlier, right? Like, just go ahead and do it already instead of 
quote unquote dragging this on or quote unquote waiting for him to find a spot like how how do you feel about that side of the of the equation right like that thought process why not just get rid of moretti and keep moving forward i think that's like an easy answer for the general public to just come to an agreement like oh just get rid of them but in reality that's not how things work a lot of the times uh especially in 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 more difficult situations when you're when you're dealing with other stuff um so i i can't really speak much on it i just know that it's not all it's not all on on coach mario right now Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we'll end with this really quick. Uh, the other side of the football, defensive side of the ball, you see a lot. You see <clears throat> Kevin Steele's out there recruiting Charlie Strong. You see a lot of photos of Charlie Strong and Coach uh, and Coach Cristobal on on the trail together. Do you expect to see any changes on that side of the football? And can we see DVD coming in and and finally getting a position as well on the staff as an actual coach? Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope DVD is yeah. on the field. Um, I expect that we do have some shakeup on defense. Um, I've said it every time any coaching updates have been have been talked about. The average coaching shelf life in college is two years, which means a lot of people leave after one. Um, so I, I think it's more than likely that somebody on the defensive staff uh, is somewhere else when it's all said and done. Do I know who it is? Absolutely not. Um, but you know, I have I have some ideas. Um, but yeah, I would expect there to be a little bit of shakeup on defense as well. And last but not least, do you feel just based off of you know what uh, Vish and DJ um, have kind of spoken about a little bit here? Do you feel that this whole situation with Gaddis, with the you know any other position coaches, would could potentially be a bad look for Mario and the school if they get rid of him so fast after one year? If they think you know. You know, if, if they kind of do those type of things, do you think that that could potentially be a bad look for Miami? I don't think getting rid of a coach after one year is a bad look. Sometimes it's just not a fit, you know, whether it's personality, whether it's scheme, whether it's anything. I mean, sometimes you're just not a right fit and you have to cut ties. More time isn't going to change the fact that you're not the right fit. It was pretty evident uh, with Ponce's exit that there wasn't the right fit here um, between Ponce and Gaddis. And he may not be the only coach that's not the right, you know, who's not the right fit. So I don't, I don't see it as a negative to, to have to move on from somebody after a year, because that happens all throughout college football. And I don't think it's looked at negatively. You know, it, it was, it was a fail this season, but in reality, we don't know all the reasons why. So I, I don't see it as an issue whatsoever. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, man, yeah. <laughs> If it's not working, man, you, you, this day and age, especially in college football, you need to make you, you need to make a decision, make a change, and uh, sometimes it's going to take you know a, a coach or two to, to to get the right fit. And I think that the problem is that the fan base and and college football as a whole doesn't have much patience for that kind of stuff, and so it, it kind of becomes a well, you know, we need to do it and we need to do it right now. We don't care how much it costs. Whereas this is being kind of operated a different way. This is this is like I'm gonna do it on my own time when I'm good and ready, and it's gonna cost whatever I say it's gonna cost. Basically, we're not gonna overpay for people. We're not going to, you know, just throw a, a gazillion dollars at someone because of a, it's a pretty name. So again, it uh, it, it's it's got a lot of moving parts, and I think that it's 
every day this is evolving more and more and more. And while the fan base I know gets, you know, it, it, they get frustrated or they get antsy about it because God knows I get antsy sometimes too. I come like, hey man, I, I want I want some I want to talk about a new guy now. I'm tired. Here's what's happening, right, Max? This is what I feel. Vish, Max, DJ, I feel like. This is all playing out like Corbani McLean. Like we're all so exhausted of talking about Corbani McLean that eventually nobody's gonna give a crap if Gattis is here or not anymore. Oh, you got a new offensive coordinator? I mean, I was. Right, I, I'm, I've always, Whatever. I've already been there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm on record saying, like, if he stays, I'm fine with it. Same here, I'm fine with it. I, I'm not. I'm not. I feel like I'm the only one, or maybe DJ as well, and a few of yeah. us here. But like. Yeah. Whatever. If he's here next year, we'll ride with him. If he's not, we'll ride whoever's in there. I don't guess, think. Guess what, Vish. <laughs> None of us watching and none of us in this chat right now or on the show have any impact on the decision. So yeah. at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's going to be what it is, and we have no yep. control over it. So Yeah, I guess I just don't – I can't get this energy up to, like, like people yeah. are adding him on Twitter. Like, you suck. I'm like, dude, it's January. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – Basketball ridiculous. team just beat FSU by, like, 30, man. Relax. Worry about this in September if you're going to worry about it at all. Like, like, this is like, like, I knew Vish, Vish has been dying to get that in there. I put it on the banner, too, I know, man. I know. We got to get it in there, man. We kicked their ass. Kings crushed uh, FSU in basketball, baby. Um, we, we gave them back for football. Largest yeah. largest road win in series history. Well, good. good. There you we'll go. So we gave, gave them one back. No, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, we talked about this with, like, stock getting the roster right. This is a multi-year process. Yeah. So if you think, like, if Gaddis comes back and he struggles again, he'll definitely not get to year three. And frankly, we're not going to win the championship next year. So like, I'm, I'm, I'm at peace with it either way. And it's, you know, Mario's going to eventually get this right. We're putting, he's putting too much into it. He's too good of a football coach. That doesn't make him perfect. And everyone seems to be looking at the mistakes and like, Oh my God, this guy's no, he's fine. Right. He's going to do a good job here. We're going to be back at the top. And it's going to take a hell of a lot of patience, though, because we were nowhere near there yet. And so I'm just at peace with the whole thing. If we miss on a kid here or there, fine. My like, opinion, my <laughs> this is my opinion. This is not based off of anything else. I think he's already gone. I just, I just think it's a matter of, you know, who it is. You know, there's a lot of other moving parts, as as uh, Max mentioned, and, and, and we've kind of talked about that I'm sure are happening, are happening in the background. I, I think he's gone already, but at the same time, I'm – I'll be honest with you. I'm not checking. I'm not checking every day to see who the new offensive coordinator is. At this point, I'm just kind of waiting and seeing. There's guys that I have on my mind, right? There's guys that I, I would love to see here, uh, you know, coach this offense and, and things like that. But at the same time, I'm just like temper my ex- expectations. Let it happen. It is what it is. Whoever it is, I'm okay with it because at the end of the day, Mar- you know, for for the debacle that the coaching staff has been this year, I just don't think Mario's going to make too many mistakes when he's hiring people either i think sometimes it's it's a little trial and error and these bumps in the road are going to happen right this this kind of stuff could happen and i think that he's uh coach cristobal is aligning himself with the right people in the offseason uh to learn some some other things that i think that he is not as good at and uh, kind of fix those things as well and i think that that's what good good coaches and good leaders of men do as well they always want to hear from the best and they always want to get better at what they're not good at either. So, yeah, and, and I I'm view okay. it as, as as no different than recruiting. You get the best you can. Some of them end up busting. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's and then you replace them, and eventually have enough that that don't that are high level that you, that you end up winning. And that's it. It's, it is going to happen. Yeah, agreed. Anyone want to take a stab at Ben's question? 
At this point, I also had a Kingsbury. What OC options are even out there? By the way, Kingsbury is like floating around Thailand or something. He's yeah. Not, he's not really an option, but. <laughs> uh, Max, there's a lot of options out there, right? Who are some there's of the guys? Like millions of options yeah. out there. Like a lot of the guys that we would want are like totally gettable. Uh, there's, there's tons of, I mean, think about it this way. Kevin Steele accepted the Maryland job like three days before we hired him. So just because a coach got hired somewhere else doesn't mean that they wouldn't be willing to leave if, if of coach Mario came calling it. And to be completely frank, I think this, this has been in motion for months already. I think he probably has his candidates down, if not already decided on who the next OC is going to be. And he's just waiting for the Gaddis domino to fall whenever that falls. And then he, I don't think it'll take long from there, but there's tons of options out there. I mean, Jason Candle just signed an extension, probably less likely, but guess what? He's only getting paid 1.1 million a year. You can buy that out. Okay. You've got Marcus Arroyo, who's currently unemployed. He was the offensive coordinator under Mario. He had great success, three years of top 25 offenses, quarterback coach in the NFL. He's unemployed, no buyout at all. You've got Seth Luttrell, who was the OC at Baylor. He was the North Texas head coach the last six years. He's unemployed, no buyout. I mean, there's tons of guys. Dan Mullen, no buyout. You know, uh, Scott Frost, no buyout. There's tons of, of top-tier guys still available. And, so. and just to add to Max's point, last year at this time, we didn't have an offensive coordinator, and we went and took – one of the richest school in the country's offensive coordinator off a team that was in the playoffs last year. Yep. Anyone's gettable. Yeah. Like, and I, I think, I think we're still in that old, like frankly, pre the last few years mentality is like, all right, who can we get on the cheap? You know, right. we're, we're not, yeah. we're not shopping at the dollar store anymore. So it's, yeah, that, that's allowing Mario to be patient here. We don't have to like strike while the iron's hot. It's always hot. But also the NFL season hasn't even ended yet, and there's heaps of guys in the NFL that you could target. I agree. I, I think there's some guys out there that didn't that we didn't think that would be a possibility, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, this could be it. This could be a possibility. I mean, if you think about last year, no way Gattis or Steele we would have even mentioned. Like unless like like Max said, Steele had just unless you're flow. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to talk about having inside information. I'm talking about just generally out in the ether. Um, Flo actually knows things. We're just speculating. I'm not talking about people that actually know stuff. That's cheating. I, I think people that would have said, that would have said, oh, yeah, let's get Josh Gaddis, would have probably felt like, oh, that's a pipe dream. Like we could, Well, I mean, we both of them, because as Max said, Steele had just signed yeah. with Maryland. Gaddis, like, why would you come from Michigan? You're in the playoffs. Right. Money talks. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> and I still I was, think the school is a huge opportunity and that's what Gaddis jumped at because you saw from our fans too. All of a sudden, Jim Harbaugh was an offensive savant once Gaddis came out. Now it was Harbaugh's offense. That's why it was good because they don't want to give Gaz credit for it. That's one of the reasons he comes here. Yeah. Like you want to make your own name. Like you don't want to be Harbaugh's guy. You want to be Gaddis. And that, and this is still a high profile position at a huge school that plays on national TV a ton where you, if you do well, it is a huge springboard. The last offensive coordinator before Gaddis got a head coaching job when the head coach got fired. <laughs> like this is a high profile place that you can you can get a head coaching job from. Hey, that's true. Dan Enos is still out there. No, nah, he signed with. Uh, yeah, he went to Arkansas. Arkansas. Hey, but you never know, right? You know? <laughs> Let's run it back. Hey, 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 man, you want to bring Coley back? So. Hey, listen, you know, I, I'm still down to bring Coley back. 
hundred percent, just not as the OC. And I think Keep that uh, dude away from her. I, I think ninety percent of the population of fans would want him back. That's fine. That's fine. I'll be the ten percent. I don't yeah. want anyone that went near Al Golden. I hate yeah. that man. <laughs> you're definitely, you're definitely. I'll tell you this: you're definitely in the minority there. I don't care, man. If you touched Al Golden, if you walk past him, get the hell out. All right. Oh, hey. You might uh you might be friends with uh JC again, man. Shortly. And we're not talking about Jesus. We're talking about James Calder, baby. We might need him with that offense from last year. Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, Max. Obviously, if he comes here, I'll be I'll I'll live with I'm not gonna like, oh my god, I'm not sure. Just I'd prefer not to more seriously, I'd prefer not to pull guys that were here like five, six, seven years ago and bring them back. I think I want to start clean and just move forward. And that's the bigger thing. Nothing personal against him. Actually, I think Coley's a good coach, for being honest. I just don't want to pull back the old. We, we're so we're so married to our own history. I just want and Mario is obviously an extension of that. And I just I just have a natural aversion at this point to just going back and pulling guys from the past. Listen, I don't understand. Well, your your logic is flawed, my friend, because Mario was here before coach. That's my point. He's All an right? extension of that, and I yeah. don't need to just double and triple down on it. Might as well just fire Cristobal. Mario, you heard it here first. Vish wants to fire Mario Cristobal. Uh, you saw what happened. I put Ponce in the intro. Yeah. What happens, man? Well, I got juice. We're not putting Mario in it. <laughs> no, um, no, I mean, not that he would come on our show. <laughs> Max, thanks for coming on the show, man, and shooting the breeze with us. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, brother. And, you know, uh, anytime. And, um, you know, just uh, keep it tight. Keep uh, keep playing that Madden. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the Super Bowl. Are you really? Who are you yeah. playing? Uh, I don't know yet. The other semis is going on tomorrow. So. Ah, okay. Yep. Yeah. We did a whole, a whole a whole season, so I uh, I'm I'm new. Like I I've played Madden, but not like seriously before. So and you got to and fun. you got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, man. It's you know how the hell did that happen? Are you playing like Negus and guys? Like I just that? beat. I listen. I beat tonight. Right. I was down twenty-one to ten against a dude that hasn't lost. He was seventeen and zero. Come eighteen and zero because of playoffs. Or yeah, eighteen and zero coming into playoffs. I was down twenty-one to ten, and I won like. 30 something to, to 21. So there you go. You know, wow. which team did you what? take? No, so we did a fantasy draft, right? So oh, okay. uh, the whole league is all jumbled. That's kind of cool. Though. Which yeah. still, you still got a logo, right? Yeah, I'm the Chargers, man. Right, I, live in, uh, I live in Cali. So, so, who's, so wait, so who's your quarterback over there? I actually have Trey Lance right now. Wow, you're winning yeah, with Trey Lance, man. huh? Make it, make, making it to the Super Bowl with Trey Lance. He threw for like 330 yards in the, in the uh, championship game. So. This, this is why, my friends, this is why it's a game. <laughs> you know? Hey, it is what it is. He's gotten uh, better throughout the year. I bet he has. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll talk to you later, man. All right. Take it Good easy. Man. Take it easy yep. The Six Rig King Show. The Six Rig King Show. The Six Rings King Show. <laughs> you know. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. 
That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.